Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Welcome to the Five Yard IDP pod with me, Nate Davis. If you're joining us on Thursday, you'll be seeing us in the flesh for the very first time. So hello. How are you? Hello, Brendan. Hello. Um, it might come as a shock to some of you. We're sorry about that. Um, you can pick yourself back up off the floor now. Um, as you can see, I'm joined by my wingman, Mr. Brendan Veal. Um, where's your hair gone? Oh no, no, he didn't. He, he never, he never really had any hair. I'm only joking. That's why, he hasn't that's why got the cap. But he's wearing his cap. How's tricks, Bren? How's your fancy week two been? Yeah, um, not great. Got to be honest, um, a decent start last weekend, but um, no, um, struggled a bit in the Lawrence Taylor League, um, so I'm going one and one in that, dropping to 0-2 in our Ray Lewis League. A um, bit better in some of the home leagues, but uh, no, as far as IDP went, it was, um, yeah, a little bit disappointing. Good good point score in the Lawrence Taylor, but um, yeah, just um, just missed out by about 20 points in the end. So uh, how'd you get on? Yeah, 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 good. Pretty mixed across all my leagues and stuff. Um, well, I say pretty mixed. I'm, I'm probably 75% winning um, this tight this week. So it's it's been a pretty good week. Um, apart from the IDP leagues where I'm, I've got Paddy in one. Who are, uh, the the he, he runs Nerdball. Um, 
yeah, I'm. I need a miracle, I think, to to get anything there. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing all doing all right in doing all right in the others, but but we'll see. Um, before we go much further on this pod and others, um, we the other pods that we do as well. We're all we're supported by Manscaped. They're our our sponsors, um, and let me just tell you a little bit about them. So Manscaped are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they offer precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They have now released the Lawn Mower 4.0, which is a fantastic bit of kit. The great thing about it is the skin-safe technology, so there's no nicks for your bits. Um, here's another picture of some other snaps of the product. Um, you can get 20% off um at manscaped.com with a code five yard uh we'll put it across the bottom of the screen shortly um if you haven't invested in one guys you you're really miss missing out it's a it's a game changer in that area uh also comes with free worldwide shipping so right let's get back to it uh, um where are we we are Let's let's talk about uh, what what are you drinking. I haven't asked you what you're drinking, Bren. Um, follow suit with the, the dynasty guys. They like to have a drink. Um, well, Liam does. We know about his uh, dodgy cocktails. Well, <laughs> at the moment, I've got a I've got a leftover bud from Sunday. But what you got? Well, I'm sort of double parked at the moment. I'm, I've gone really hardcore. I've got a, a cappuccino on the go um, and um, orange squash. So uh, I can't I can't do school night drinking anymore. I'm too old. <laughs> Sorry for Liam. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Well, we're gonna follow suit. We're gonna. We're gonna copy his his drink of choice, are we? We're gonna. We're gonna have a go at Liam's drink of choice every week going forward. Should well, we do that? His cocktails. Just to get us in the mood. Can I have a mocktail. Yeah, yeah. We'll do that. No, well, we'll see what. See what he. See what he comes up with. So <laughs> let's let's get straight into this week's games. Um, week three yeah. is upon us. Um, if you kick it off with the Thursday night football tonight, yeah. Um, so looking at uh, looking at tonight's game, so Panthers at the Texans. Um, so we like the Panthers coming into this season. Um, they had a good win uh, at the weekend, pretty convincing um, at home to to the Saints, twenty six seven. I did a right off the back of it, Brian Burns. Uh, picked up a good sort of 16 and a half points, sack, tackle for a loss. Um, they really kept the Saints out of the game for the most part. Um, you know, they, they they got a few points on the board towards the end of the game. It's nice to see rookie JC Horn. Um, you know, he's um, picking off the, the backup, well, the backup, backup quarterback now at the, the Texans following the injury. Um, so that pretty much closed out the game. Um, I'd, I'd be fairly heavy on the Panthers for this um, from an ID. IDP perspective, um, I, I don't really think it'll matter which which Texans or QB starts. Um, so um, Hassan Riddick um, has had sort of good back to back weeks. Um, he's the LB eight at the moment, but you could you've always got the option to play him at DL, which you know we would we would generally recommend. Um, uh, Daquan Jones uh, tackle racked up thirteen and a half points. Um, 
he racked up a sack as well. So um, I think, to be honest, as far as the Panthers go this week, um, I'd be looking at, obviously, you're playing your Shaq Thompsons, your Jeremy Chins, your Brian Burns. Um, but I definitely think there's some value in the in that D-line as well. Um, Texans, they've not been terrible. I mean, let's be honest, far from it. I mean, OK, the Jags were awful week one. Um, they, the game last weekend against Browns, they were in it. Um, you know, for, for a good two, you know, sort of half to two sort of thirds of the game. Um, so, and then Chubb just ran it out of them towards the end of the game, really. Um, I think defense was looking a bit tired and battered by that point. Um, yeah, I managed to force fumble on people. Jones, um, Justin Reed picked off, picked off Baker. Um, so, you know, Christian Kirksey linebacker went for, you know, a good 15 points after he had a monster week in week one. Um, so he's he's racking it up consistently. Um, but speaking about monster days, I mean you got, you know, Gruger Hill had thirty-three points, you know, sack force fumble. I mean he had he had a day at the office. Um so really I think I think the Panthers will have too much for him um tonight. Um you know, we've as I said, we've liked this young defense. It's it's good to see it sort of, you know, performing the way we we sort of thought it could do. Um and um, yeah, they've looked good so far, but I, you know, I, th- I wouldn't write off the Texans completely from a defensive point of view. Um, Sam Darnold, as good as he was, and he was good on you know at the weekend. Um, yeah, he's still got a mistake in him. Um, so I think you know you're looking at the scores that you know Kruger Hill and Kirk have put up in the first couple of weeks. Um, I think if there is any value in that Texans team, I, I'd probably be looking at linebackers. Um, you know, maybe something if you're a bit short in sort of the secondary. Um, but I, I think the linebackers from a Texans point of view is probably where the value is. Um, I don't know what you're, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I the Tyrod injury is quite an interesting one. You know, Davis Mills coming in, um, he really, he really pings the ball. I mean, he really throws that ball hard um, to the point of where there's definitely a pick or two out there. If he if he plays, um, but we'll we'll have to wait and see on that front. I, I would think I I would be looking at the Panthers secondary. I think they really could be in play on that, but that's that's quite a normal sort of like line for me to for anybody that sort of does play the Texans. However, um, yeah, I mean Tyrod Tyrod's been really quite consistent. Um, so yeah, it's it's diff, it's a difficult a difficult shout on that because it because because we don't know we don't know the QB status at this stage. So. So let's wait and see on that. Um, but yeah, I've got I, I've got the Panthers to win that. So it's me, me. Uh, Cardinals versus Jags. Um, let's start. I'll start with the Jags on this. Um, Mars Jack's looking good. Josh Allen. He had two sacks. He's got two sacks so far this season. Um, I've got. Uh, a note on uh, Andrew Winyard. He, he's one guy that's going under the radar. Um, in week two, he had eight tackles. His safety, that is, um, Andrew Winyard. Um, yeah, week two, he had eight tackles, one tackle for a loss, and one sack to add to his four tackles from week one. He's one to kind of keep an eye on, as he's looking like he might consistently score quite well, um, and is probably on waiver wires and... I, I would say definitely slipping under the radar. Um, I thought the the Jags are looking a better unit in week two um, after the terrible performance in week one. Uh, hopefully that sort of continues. Um, not much more I can really go into on the Jags when it comes to 
breaking down position by position. They're, they're the ones that I would look at. Uh, Miles Jack, Josh Allen, um, Andrew Winyard are the, are, the, are the ones that I would look at for them at this stage. Um, over to the Cardinals, Isaiah Simmons is is pretty much lights out at the moment. Um, he's the one I'm looking to make a trade for. Uh, nine tackles in nine tackles uh, in this week, I think. 18 tackles and oh, sorry, I've got my notes all over the place on this. Um, yeah, he's, he's somebody that I'm targeting, um, Isaiah Simmons. He's really racking up the tackles and he's he's flying all over the field. Um, Jordan Hicks is also still seeing a high amount of snaps and he shouldn't be he shouldn't be left on the waiver wire if he's there. Zavin Collins can't be started yet. Again, um, stash him for later if you can. Um, at the moment, it's like I said, I'm all in on Isaiah Simmons. Um, it's a steady week for the Arizona secondary and uh, defensive line compared to the high score in week one. Um, JJ Watt brought some serious pressure on Kirk Cousins. So yeah, the the, the front, the DLs, they're looking particularly good. Um, I expect you might see Chandler Jones get, a, get another sack, maybe. But mind you, I haven't seen, um, there's only two sacks that Trevor Lawrence uh, has has taken so far, which is, 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 not too bad considering the poor performances that really have been out there. Um, I've got the Cardinals winning that. What have you got? What have you got, Brent? Uh, yeah, same for me. Um, I mean, yeah, I think Arizona would be too strong. But like you say, I mean, I, I mean Josh Allen on the Jags, as you mentioned. I mean, he's, he's had good weeks. Um, you know, good point scoring. He, he, if he can keep up the consistency, then. Um, I don't think he's, you're going to struggle to find him on waiver wise because I think a lot of people, you know, are quite keen on him. Um, but yeah, the, the Jags have improved. Wouldn't been difficult on week one, um, as you say. But um, yeah, I, I, I like the look of Arizona at the moment. So um, I think they'll they'll have too much, and um, I think they'll rattle Lawrence a bit. Um, I can see a couple of picks potentially. So um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely all in on the cards on this one, mate. Um, okay. Moving on, moving on. So uh, next game I'm going to cover off is uh, the Chargers at the Chiefs. Um, so let's kick off with the Chiefs. Um, tight loss um, last weekend against the Ravens. Um, you know, as I say, lost a tight game on special play um, from. Well, I mean the rookie, the rookie D sort of Oa um, forcing and recovering the fumble with 1:20 left on the clock that iced the game. Really could have gone either way if the Chiefs keep the ball, you know, then it's a different scoreline. Um, but you know, that I think this game that the Chiefs are going to want to put pressure on Herbert. Um, the Honey Badger's back, um, Tyron Matthew, um, yeah, and and he had a day, um, <laughs> 36 points, uh, two picks, one TD. Um, elsewhere, Daniel Sorensen in the secondary. Again, big day, 27.5 points, sack, two tackles for losses. Uh, Nick Bolton at linebacker picked up 17 points. You know, another yeah, big up, big up Nick Bolton, my man. <laughs> still, people, um, still, people need to listen. Kids, yeah, well, kids quality. Yeah, I still fight. That's, I missed the trick <laughs> on the last game. It's quite nice to see you going in for Isaiah Simmons. You're, uh, you're a alleged Swiss Army knife player before the start of the season. So. Uh, I know, but he, he is no more. He's he, At no, the end of the day, he's, he's, a, he's the... 
killer linebacker now. So, well, I mean, this is what we said, wasn't it, when we we covered off the division a few weeks ago? You know, if if he could settle into a role and be consistent, he, he had all the tools to you know to put up these sort of numbers, didn't he? So, um, anyway, so yeah, going back to the the Chargers Chiefs, um, yeah, I think week three against the Chargers Chiefs, I think the DBs are are, are in play secondary. Um, I think Herbert as I mean, you watch some of the throws he made last weekend and he really can force that ball into tight positions, but I think they struggle to, to you know, sometimes to make those crucial plays. So, um, and I think, you know, as I said, you know, Matteo coming back, um, Sorensen having good games. Uh, Sorensen, I've found on several waiver-wise. Um, I think he'd be worth a look. Um, Chris Jones had a quiet game, but I think he'll be more of a factor this game again, looking to step up and, and put some pressure on her. But um, moving over to the Chargers, you know, uh, second week loss to the Cowboys, pretty close game. Um, I mean, they, they they tripped themselves up a bit with with sort of turnovers and penalties. Um, probably not really looking at the DL or the the linebacker too much. Um, although you know, I'd expect Joey Bosa to be busier than he was um, potentially. Um, Kenny Kenneth Murray's got an injury. I'm hearing that he has. Oh, has he? He's okay. definitely got questionable, well, questionable against his name. Yeah, so that's something we'll have to sort of keep an eye on over the next couple he's, of days. He's playing really well. Yeah. Um, so, um, I mean, you know, both teams can run the ball, definitely. Um, I mean, it's a question of whether it develops into a bit of a shootout between, you know, Herbert and Mahomes as to, to how you might want to look at this defensively. But they both got a good ground game, as I say. So it's a bit of a tough one to call. Um, so um, yeah, I mean, in terms of Chargers players that performed well last week, uh, Dylan James racked up 17 points, uh, Nasser Adley 16 points, you know, and the 21-year-old um, Santi Samuel racked up over 20 points, including a pick. So. Um, there's some players there that you might want to look at. Um, but against the, the Chiefs run, you know, you could potentially make a case for the likes of sort of Jerry Tillery, um, Tillery, um, at, uh, at DL, you know, had a decent game against Dallas, um, 12 and a half points. So um, I think there's, there's value in both defences, but I, I expect the Chiefs to, to hit back hard, you know, after that defeat. Um, and I, I think defensively they'll have, they'll have too much. And if, if they can... I think Herbert's, you know, pretty sort of, you know, he's, he's, he's pretty cool under pressure most of the time, but I, I can see them getting to him. I can see them forcing a couple of mistakes. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've got the Chiefs sort of bouncing back this week and, and taking that. And I think the bulk of the value is is probably in that Chiefs D-line, uh, sorry, defence as a as an all-round. Yeah, so. I've got, got the Chiefs as well. I think that, I think it'd be a good game. Um, I'm sure Chargers will, 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 will try and light it up. Um, and try and play, but I, I think they get they might get dragged it dragged into playing trying to play the Chiefs at their own game, um, which is exactly what they want to happen. Um, so yeah, I'm going Chiefs. So me, I'm over. What am I now? Washington versus the Bills. Um, put the old tickle. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean Washington, Washington. Um, Giants game was a good game. Um, yeah, you know, uh, Taylor Heineke is looking good under centre for Washington. Um, he looks composed. Um, I know I know, Rich is big on him. Um, we talked a lot about him pre-season. And I'm a bit, I'm a bit surprised that 
you know, that Washington didn't make the call really. If it wasn't for Fitz coming in and being such a name, I think I think Taylor Heineke would have would have got the job and they'd have given it to him. Um and there wouldn't have been that much of a a big drama about it. But yeah, he certainly looks um he certainly looks looks good at the moment. Um the Bills, well sorry Brent, but that was that was a that was a hell of a performance. I, I thought I thought they played really well against you guys. You guys the Dolphins just didn't really show up, but but again, it was it, the Bills got in early and and done damage early. Um, so yeah, so so going through it, I, I expect I expect it to be tight, but from an IDP perspective, there are definitely points to be had from both sides. Um, I don't expect the Washington DLs to score anywhere as as well as they did against the Giants. Um, Chase Young. And Montez Sweat are not really lighting it up at the moment, and it's the, the points coming from um, the interior guys more. Um, Jonathan Allen top scored in week two; he had another two sacks to add to the one from week one. Um, so I have a look out for Jonathan Allen if he's around. Um, the guy I want to talk about is Cole Holcomb, though the linebacker. Cole is really being productive. Um, he's seeing pretty much the majority of the snaps um he seems to lead that defense he's there barking out orders and he he seems to be the man in washington um he's had 17 tackles over the first two games so he's definitely a solid ad kendall fuller from the secondary is also a man to have um he had so seven solo tackles and a sack racking up 24.5 points in week two um, so yeah, there's some decent players, there's some decent players to have on your team in the, from the Washington side of things. Flipping over to the Bills, Matt Milano, one of my, one of my guys, one of my must have guys. I, I pick him up all the time and he is going off at the moment. So I'm doing really quite well out of him. Um, over Tremaine Edmonds, actually Matt Milano is the one to have at this moment. It's because he, he gets, he does get. He gets seriously involved in rushing the passer, and he's just one of these guys that always seems to be, you know, if, if a fumble com- comes from somewhere or a tip or something, it usually seems to be someone like Matt Milano who just flies round and picks it up like he did on Sunday. He scored twenty-five point five points in IDP Plus last week. He got he got to the QB twice. He got a sack under his belt, two tackles for a loss, and he got that fumble recovery. Um, Mention also two sacks from rookie edge Greg Rousseau. It was nice to see. Not so much for you, Bren. Um, sorry, mate. <laughs> but he's he's looking promising. Oh, Greg Rousseau. <laughs> oh, just, oh. Anyway, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's nice to see another rookie. Rookies are definitely going to be the, the talk of this week. Um, uh so Greg Rousseau had a game. Uh, Mika Hyde, Jordan Poyer, and corner Levi Wallace have all started well. The secondary is doing; they've been impressive. Um, the Bill, actually, the whole Bills defense, to be honest with you, are looking very good so far. Um, I'm going for the Bills in this one. I just feel that they've got a bit more to offer offensively than Washington, um, but I'm expecting a good game. Uh, what? You, what? How do you see it, Brem? Yeah, well, it's it, it's a bit sickening, really, because when we covered off the the AFC East, there were a couple of guys I highlighted. The one to watch was 
Rousseau because I said at the time, well, if he, you know, he's he's not everyone was too hot on him, but he, he had all the tools to to you know. Another you one know, we got right. I know, and yet, and even more sickeningly, what did I say about the Milano deal? Yeah, he's a he's a gamble, but if he stays fit, he, he's a he's a must have. Well, he's a must yes. have must have gamble. Really, I felt he was worth the punt. Um, it's just fitness, it, like you said. If if, yeah. if if he's fit, he's one of those players. But the problem is with him is that's the game he plays. He does put his body on the line. He does fly around sometimes, and you think, uh, you know, and then one bad hit, and it'll knock him out. But I mean, the, the problem is that that they're not. I mean, as I mentioned before the show, I mean, I, I'm sat here dressed all in black today in mourning, you know, at the death of our O line yesterday uh, at the weekend, rather because it. I mean, it just died on its ass. I mean, we knew it wasn't great coming into the, but you you can't, you just can't do that. I mean, they they made life really quite easy for yes it's a good defense we know the bills are a good team we know they're favorites to win the division but you've got to work harder than that you really do um it's not taking anything away from the bills but yeah my my fins made it very very easy for them on sunday um and um that that o-line's got to get its shit together quick um because you know anyway i'll, I'll have my rant about the dolphins when i'll cover off that game shortly so uh, yeah bills I, I like washington uh but, but bills at home now nah, too strong too strong for me okay uh moving swiftly on um so where am i going i'm going to cleveland so we've got um yeah so we've got the bears um coming to cleveland uh, to face the browns uh, Browns, you know, picked up a, a decent win sort of against the Texans um, on Sunday. Um, Texans were in this game, mind. It wasn't a, wasn't a blowout. Um, you know, Baker was looking up to injure himself after being sort of picked up by uh, by Justin Reed and then trying to make up for it with a rather awkward challenge. But yeah, they got away with that. Um, and in the end, you know, Chubb, Chubb made a deep, you know, as I said before, when we were looking at the Texans, um, Chubb came in towards the end of the game and, and just just ran it out of them really um so a little bit of an awkward one to call i mean dalton was was from a you know looking at the the browns defense um it's will it really matter which qb starts i don't know um the talk at the moment is it, it could well be fields because obviously dalton did sort of limp out of the game um with a knee injury so i'd be expecting a bigger week from miles garrett and and Clowney. um it's not too much else in that D line that, that sort of really excites me at the moment. Um, Malcolm Smith had a day against the, the Texans, so 23 points, including a pick. But I'm not sure I see a repeat of that against the, the uh, against the Bears. Certainly not in um, you know not in terms of the points, but uh, he could have a decent game. Um, if Field starts, I think the DBs are going to be you know sniffing around looking for mistakes. Um, although you know, I like Justin Fields, but He's still a rookie quarterback. Um, Bronny Harrison had a solid game yesterday, uh, at the weekend uh, with 13.5 points. He's available on a waiver wire. Uh, Denzel Ward could be worth a look after you know a decent week one showing against Kansas. Again, I've seen him on the waiver wire. Um, and um, uh, yeah, so you know, there's, there's some value in that Browns defense. Um Moving on to the Bears, um, who picked up a week two win at home to the Bengals. Um, got to start with Roquan, haven't we? I mean, just <laughs> he just did a bit of everything, didn't he? I mean, and everything he did was just quality. Um, 35 and a half points, pick, TD, 
sack, a tackle for a loss. I mean, it didn't get much better than that, really. Um, and uh, yeah, just an awesome display from a, a quality linebacker. He's going to be after. He's going to be after a monster contract sooner rather than later, given some of the money that's been forked out for players who, in my opinion. I don't think are quite as good as him. Uh, Khalil Mack chipped in, as you'd expect, uh, with a sack, racking up 12 and a half points. Um, you know, not a mad week for him by any stretch, but he got involved. Um, Eddie Jackson at DB sort of, you know, chipped in with a forced fumble. Jalen Johnson uh, racked up 21 points with a pick. Um, so, I mean, the Bears defence made Joe Burrow's life a little bit of a misery at the weekend. I know the score, you know, maybe doesn't tell the whole story. It looks, you know, Closer than it is, and and uh, but they they did rattle him. Um, he did sort of make mistakes. Uh, the Browns will be a different proposition. Um, you know they'll mix it up. Chubb will pound the ground. So outside, sort of Roquan Smith and Khalil Mack. Um, I think Akeem Hicks and Bilal Nichols. Um, you know, are, are probably in with a shout. Um, but Baker will air it out as well. I was um, gutted on. I was gutted on Hicks. This week, I, I picked I picked up Hicks in a couple of couple of deeper leagues, and I was all in all in on him get to get a sack, and he didn't he didn't get one he didn't get one, but he got he was just constantly like he was one of them where he was, he was constantly a, a couple of foot away every it seemed to be every play driving me mad close but no cigar um so yeah but uh, they'll they'll run it but Baker will air it out as well so the DBs come into play I think you know as as a whole. Um, you know, if you if you've got sort of Bears defensive players, um, I think they'll be involved in the game. Um, so, um, so yeah, it's. Um, I mean, I th- I think there's good value in the Bears defense, but I've got the Browns to win. Um, I'd probably ironically it's one of those games where you're probably looking at, as we've touched on, you know, the other week, more value in the you know the team that's likely to lose the game um, from a, an IDP perspective. Um, but the Bears just don't. The first two weeks have shown they just don't put up enough points for me. Um, and I think, you know, against a, a fairly free-scoring team like Cleveland, that that can come back and bite you. Uh, so, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears, yeah, pushed them. So, um, see what, because obviously Anthony Walker, linebacker, um, Jock played a decent amount of snaps this week. Um, the rookie linebacker and played particularly all right, I thought he played quite well. Um, but it's certainly a position of need. And you wouldn't, that wasn't their choice to try and rely on him. I, I felt that the Browns lost a little bit of captaincy, a lot of, you know, just there was points of the game where they could have, I reckon if, if Anthony Walker was out, I think they would have, um, yeah, they would have locked it in earlier. They would have, they would have won that game Um you know, they would have, they'd have been out of sight probably. It was just a couple of times where they just looked a little bit lost on things. Um, but I like, I, I like Jock. Don't get me wrong. It's just, it's just whether he's, he's, you know, he's given the right amount of time. I think he's a different, he's a different um, prospect to say like Nick Bolton. Nick Bolton was very much a tackle machine. Jock's a bit more leggy, a little bit more. Um, wild from that point of view great player but still just just different maybe not as um i don't know what the word is um sort of not consistent but you know what i mean sort of straight down the the barrel of get, gun that you need to be against a team like the texans 
Chicago should take. Um, I mean, if you go back to the Browns Texans game and, and you know last weekend, um, you know the Texans got to they got to Baker. They caused some you know, and and the, that Bears defense is considerably better. Um, so it's it's not a cakewalk for the Browns by any stretch this game. I don't think. Um, so yeah. Okay. Where am I going? Did I say Browns? Yeah, probably. I think yeah they would they yeah they. They probably will. Brian's at home. Yeah, but the Bears will be in it definitely. Yeah, right. Over to me. Colts, Titans. Oh, well, Titans coming off um, a fantastic. It was a great game Sunday night. Loved that game. Um, the Seahawks, Titans. It was in your face from the word go. I mean, I've never seen his flags everywhere. Just constantly. You know, it was kicking off all over the place. Um, and it, it's not even a divisional matchup, not like this one. Um, and this is going to be, a, I think, the same kind of game. It's going to be really in the face. Both sides going to be all over the place. Um, and I expect a lot of penalties being called. And I think that will actually play into the Titans' hands. Um, going through some of the players uh let's start with the Colts let's go for Kari Will Kari Willis he top scored for the Colts um in week two he, he intercepted Matthew Stafford uh he had seven tackles um he's had seven tackles actually in each week so he seems to be a solid play moving forward um the obvious names uh, are scoring consistently for the Colts Darius Leonard obviously um but you're not going to find him on a waiver wire. Um, DeForest Butner, Kenny Moore—they're all locked-in starters. Um, there's nobody really shining that 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 you wouldn't expect. But all of those, all of those top players are all scoring well, so you don't need to be concerned really about any of those. Um, flipping it over to the Titans, um, my pick this week is Danico Autry, the um, Titans DL. He returns to play against his former team, the Colts. Um, and he could get a sack. Um, the Colts, I've been sacked six times already. And we are not sure. I've, I think I've heard today. What did I say to you, Bren? I'm, he's got, he's got not one ankle sprain. He's got two, two ankle sprains. Carson Wentz. Carson, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, is that on both? Is that one ankle? Two sprains on one ankle. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I just. I, he's, I've got, got, an, he's got ankle issues. He's got. He has got ankle he's, issues. He's I've got. I've got no time for him. I don't know why. I, I. I'm really starting to dislike the guy, but I don't know why. Um. But there we go. Um. He has sacked six times already. Um. Jacob Eason could be coming in. That doesn't probably probably brings in the Titan secondary a bit more. Um. I don't know. God knows. I mean, it can't. It can't get. It doesn't get much better than than playing against Carson Wentz. So when you're bringing the rookie in, I don't know whether that's better or worse. It's still not great. So whatever way you look at it, the Titans should sort of feast um, from that point of view. Harold Landry is also often running on the sack count from the Titans side of things, so he could be in line for another one in Week Three. Um, yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, looking forward to the match. I, I think it'll be I think it'll be a, a good game and I think that some sparks will fly. Um 
Yeah, so I'm going, I'm not going to go too much more into it. I'm going for the Titans to win, but, you know, it's the typical Titans game. The end of, you stop Derrick Henry and then the Colts the Colts will win it, I expect. But um, the Seahawks, the Seahawks couldn't. Yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah, what, what do you reckon on this one, Bren? Who you pick? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not quite as down on on. Carson Wentz as, as you are I've never really rated him but um, as you say he's he's been down a lot of times you know early in the season um, I was quite impressed I mean the ankle issues aside um, what I saw of him I mean he showed a bit of nifty footwork to elude uh, the Rams D-line a couple of times for um, you know and but I think that's probably more an indication of the fact that he's having to do that and he's been sacked as many times as he has. I mean, that that says that that O line's right up there with Miami's for me at the moment. I just think um, it's because... been too much time there. I yes. don't understand. Yeah, all, what... That's always been a, an issue of his. He, he does want. He does seem to want all the time in the world. He, yeah, um, he did all right. I mean, old maybe, Michael, maybe it's just, Michael he, Pittman. He's really slow at counting to three. I mean, that's the rule, isn't it? You know, you've got that that three second window as a QB to to make a decision and and sort of you know. So maybe, maybe he's just a slow counter. I don't know. Yeah, I just. I just... I I, I I had quite high hopes of him. I thought at the Colts, you know, that's a good that's a good landing spot for somebody who has shown that he can do it. But no, not for me. Uh, no, I'd, I'd be. Um, I didn't see too much of um, of the Titans game on Sunday. We'll we'll confess. Um, but um, I think they've bounced back well from what was. Um, Got to watch that one back, mate. What, what was a, a very sort of well? It wasn't a, an anti. You know, it wasn't an anti sort of Titans performance, but um, but that you know, the week one Henry was stuffed early, um, and I think that had a big impact on the game. Um, I can't see the Colts doing that, uh, and um, I so yeah, I'd, I'd be in on the, the Titans for this one as well, mate. Um, sound okay, moving on. Um, so that's very kind of you, you left me with New England's cover. Um, so let's do, uh, let's do the Saints at the Pats. Um, so I've, I'll tell you what, it's been a weird two weeks for New, uh, New Orleans. Um, you know, they, they've gone from dismantling Green Bay to being fairly comprehensively beaten, you know, at the Panthers in, in week two. Um, okay. You know, they've, they've got some injury issues in defense. Uh, probably the notable one arguably would be Marshall and Lattimore, um, but they still gave up over 300 passing yards, which is, you know, it's not, you know, it's not very New Orleans. Um, highlights, uh, Demario Davis at, at linebacker did have a, a busy day with 23 points, um, as did Peyton Turner um, in the DL with 25. So, that, you know, they did put up some fancy points. Um, Turner got a sack on, on Darnold um, in his league debut. So it's a nice start for, for the rookie there. Um, I'm, I'm not keen on this Saints defence. Week three against the Patriots, I'm really not. Um, I mean, just like the Panthers, you know, the the, the Pats have they've got a competent run game. Um, I think Matt Jones um, will have watched yesterday's game tape, and and I think he'll attack that secondary. I mean, Sam Darnold in the first quarter last weekend, I mean, he, he just passed through that Saints defense so easily, um, and that kind of set the tone for the game. Um, so I, I, I think, to be honest, I'd unless you've got no option, I, I'd probably be swerving some of the. I'd be swerving the Saints' defense um, until they're going to have to demonstrate to me 
that they can be more consistent as a unit. Um, you know, they can't flip-flop from a, a blowout against the Packers to a performance like that yesterday. Um, I don't think... I, I, You know better than most. I had a bit of a downer on New Orleans coming into this season. I felt there were a few injuries away from a car crash. Well, that defence has got some injuries now, and it's a question of how they're going to deal with it. I don't think it will be a car crash season. I think they've got too many good, experienced players. But we've said it time and time again, they're ageing players. Um, and they were going to pick up knocks, and I think that could come back and bite them in the ass this season. Um, the Pats defense had an early Christmas week two um, against against the Jets. Um, you know they picked off poor Zach Wilson four times, and that was before the fourth quarter. Um, every time he launched that ball, it seemed to find you know a Patriots shirt. Um, J.C. Jackson. Um, in the secondary, picked up 22 and a half points, two picks. Um, Adrian Phillips and, and Devin McCourty both had good games. Both, you know, they got the other two picks. Um, yeah, I mean, they all got in on the act in that secondary. Um, okay, it was the Jets. Um, Jameis Winston isn't going to make those sort of rookie errors. Um, I think he'll be more cautious. He's more likely to take the, the sack than air it out and, and run the risk of turning the ball over, I would suggest. Um but, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd still be looking at that New England secondary because, you know, there's there's some good players there. Um, elsewhere, Matt Judon has been solid. Uh, first two weeks, uh, weighed in with another sack yesterday. Um, but again, he's one of those linebackers you can play, you know, in the DL position. So, you know, make sure you do. Um, and again, at linebacker, uh, yeah, Bentley had a, a, another good game. Um 18 points, uh, building on 10 from week one. Um, again, he's another player who's had two two pretty consistent weeks, um, certainly a much better week two. Um, so it seems to be sort of building on. Um, and I found him on the waiver wires. So, um, yeah, for me, God help me, I hate doing this. Um, for me, I'm definitely in on the Pats defence this week, um, especially if Matt Jones, as I say, pass, if he finds himself passing through that Saints defence as easily as Darnold did. Um, and... The danger for the Saints is, you know, it's the old adage, if they get out, if Mac Jones takes them out to an early lead and, you know, they can they can run the ball. They showed that, you know, this couple of weeks. Um, they get out to an early lead and Winston has got to start chasing that game. Then that New England secondary definitely comes into play. Um, so, um, yeah. So did, they, you, oh, did you see oh. the, uh, did you, did you see the, the run by Damien Harris? Mm. Did you see that touchdown? Yeah, that was I mean, that just, was that was that's, fierce. That that's was some hard running. I mean, it's not like Singletary against us in the first quarter who went mm. forty six yards untouched. I mean, uh, from a de- defensive point of view, I was screaming at it, but 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 you have to give the HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it testing and prep and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. 
Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforumc.org. But, I mean, the fact that he kept his legs churning like he did, I mean, fair play to him. Yeah, I mean, the, I suppose the, if there's a, a bit of a silver lining for that that Saints defence, um, you know, they, they did get to Sam Darnold a couple of times last week. Um, so uh, if they can get it, and Mac Jones is confident as he looks, and he does look, he, out of all the rookies, he, he looks the least phased I, that I've seen so far. Um, whether that's just the, you know, the, the Belichick factor. Um, but we haven't really seen anyone get to him and, and get in his grill and rattle him. So the Saints can do that. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I'd be, um, much as it pains me, I'd, I'd be taking the Pats um, in this one, especially at home. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm going Pats as well. I'm going Pats. Um, I think it'd be, again, another t- probably be a tight game. The problem is, that, I mean, how can we, how can people predict the Saints? I mean, they are a stay away from, if you're put, putting money on teams, I mean, they've got to be the one to stay away from. I mean, they've had two performances that have been, opposite ends of the spectrum it's like i don't i don't they it's it's extremely difficult i find it a bit disjointed and yeah it's it's a little bit cringy watching it all at the moment when a lot of teams are starting to you know you expect week one week two okay a bit yeah okay week three you're going to be thinking right we're going to get some consistency i mean i don't know god knows what's going to happen Taysom hill was in the game for a little bit more than I think he was meant to be um, on the weekend. And that uh, that's concerning again, because, yeah, what, 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 how do you predict? If you I, don't I mean, the two, two different QBs, two different uh, schemes, it's just a bit of a mess. I yeah. Know. I mean, if, if there was ever a team that after week two, you'd say, if I was going to put any sort of bet on them this season, it would be, they would be my first choice to have a nine and eight season or an eight and nine season. Yeah, that sort of. Yeah, like, you I just mean they're gonna have... they're gonna go off at times because of the kind of players that they've got. They've got yeah, a lot of booming, booming bus players. Yeah, yeah, they've got booming yeah. bus players, and, it, and, and one of the biggest ones. Yeah, one of the biggest ones, Winston, always ever mm-hmm. has been. Right, um, we need to we need to take this on. So, right, mm-hmm. I am going over to the Falcons Giants. Um, let's go. So. Yeah, interesting game this one. Um, Falcons Giants, two teams at the bottom of the uh, NFL pecking order after two weeks of madness by both of them. Well, not madness, but a bit poor, really. Um, Giant, Giants were unlucky last week. Yeah, yeah, that's like, yeah. They, they could have had that game, really. My my first line of my notes. Daniel Jones had a decent game in week two. So let, let, let's get off get on the calendar. Off, let's get off the smacking <laughs> Daniel Jones bandwagon. Um, he, Jones. Played, he played quite well. Um, but that doesn't make it very easy to call IDP wise. Again, it, talking about what like we just mentioned about the Saints, looking at the consistency of teams, the Giants are another one that are a little bit, um, yeah, shit or bust at the moment. And, um, yeah, it makes it quite difficult to see exactly what they're going to produce week in, week out. And because they've got the Falcons, it could be a good week for for, for them. Um, but Daniel Jones, even though he played quite well, um, he still got sacked four times. That's the issue 
um, well, not the issue from our side of things, from the IDP. You you know, we could we could look at the edge rushers from the Falcons. They could be trying to sniff out a sack or three. Um, so so they could be in play to start. I'm not a massive fan of the Falcons pass rush. Um, I doubt many people are. Um, but flipping over to what the Falcons do, um, the Falcons put the air in the uh, put the ball in the air a lot. And um, they've continued to do that. They put it in, put it in the air, trying to find Pitts and Ridley. Um, so I expect the Giants secondary to be busy. The problem you've got with the Giants secondary is points consistency. There's the three big names in there. We've got Logan Ryan, um, Jibril Peppers, uh, and McKinney, the rookie, Xavier McKinney. Um, not, not the rookie anymore. Sorry, last year's rookie. Um, I looking at how they're how they're going at the moment. Logan Ryan had a very good week one. Um, McKinney and Logan Ryan split the points in week two, um, and Peppers was slightly behind them. But the problem is with that is is it sharing it all out. If anybody, I would go with Logan Ryan over the three of them. Um, but if you are targeting their secondary, maybe the man to go for could be James Bradbury. Bradbury will be tracking Calvin Ridley in this game. Mm. He's got, I mean, he's a he's a he's a top D, DB and um yeah, top corner. And he will be he will be trying to stop Calvin Ridley from 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 running the game and expect Ridley to carry on being targeted because they don't seem to care who doubles up on him. Um, they'll still target him. So, yeah, James Bradbury's a start for me. Um, normal side of things, obviously, the linebackers, Dion Jones, Foysaid Alukun, um, Blake Martinez, carries on racket up the tackles. They're all massive starts. Going back to we mentioned earlier about rookies being a bit of a rookie, high on rookie week, and I'm going to go second round pick. Uh, Aziza Ojolari had... Um, has had a really good start to his NFL career. Um, he looks a player that is going to feature highly, and I, I would definitely pick him up if you can. Stash him if you don't want to start him, but 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 pick him up because um, I think you'll find that he's going to be a bit of a star moving forward. I'm going to go Giants on this one, but I think it's I, it's it's my it's my game, which I might I might want to watch this one. I think it's going to be, um, you know, with I might have a few beers and watch this one because I think it's going to be quite a bit of fun. Um, it might be quite high scoring and a bit crazy. So, um, yeah, could could be a big defensive play or two in it. What do you reckon, Bram? Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure about this one. As you say, I mean, you've got two teams that have um, had fairly inauspicious starts to the, you know, to the, the first two weeks. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, the, the, that giant secondary is, is going to be sniffing around because Ryan will will air it out um yeah I'd, I'd i'd like to see jones put together a, a few weeks where he's he's consistent you know cut out the the silly mistakes the drop balls the you know the snaps coming off your pinky finger and you know it's just you know just get the basics right and um because he, you know he has got some weapons there and and yeah. we said this before the start of the season um I, I i don't think it's it's an easy one to call i 
I'd probably lean towards the Giants purely because, again, home field advantage. We we said in the summer, you know, the crowds being back would be a be a, a big advantage. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd I, yeah, I could see it being a bit of a basketball score if they, if they both start slinging it around. I think there will be mistakes on both sides. Um, but yeah, the, the the Giants probably probably just about. I reckon. Um, Tweet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's get, right. get you on. Get you onto the Bengals versus Steelers. Okay. So. Um, yeah. Could be. Could be fun. This one. Um, so the Bengals. Uh, week two loss to the the Bears, only by three points. Um, so okay, it was it was a close score in the end, but for me, doesn't quite tell the the whole story about that sort of. Um, you know, it possibly says as much about the Bears' offense as I touched on before. You know, low scoring than it does about the Bengals' defense. To be honest, the Bears just, you know, they just. I think they're going to struggle to put games to bed convincingly this season. Um, but there were some positives. Um, you know, DJ Reader in in the DL um, had a decent game, thirteen and a half points, including a sack. Um, uh, elsewhere in the D line, uh, Trey Hendrickson had a good game, seventeen points, forced fumble, one and a half sacks. Um, Sam Hubbard's again. So, so there were some players in that defensive line that that put us some, you know, some respectable fancy scores. Um, so Hubbard put up thirteen. Um, Logan Wilson at linebacker um, had a good game against the Bears as well, uh, racking up just shy of twenty points, um, including a pick, which was cr- quite crucial actually because they basically Burroughs got on the ball and they turned it into a touchdown next play. So it was a, you know, it was, it was an important pick for him at that stage in the game. Um, He's on for a big year, Logan Wilson. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. Um, Von Bell at, at sort of in the secondary, I think is always worth a shout. I've, I've been a, a Von Bell fan. Um, I've had him in a few teams sort of on and off the waivers, uh, racked up 15 and a half points. Um, so, I mean, the Raiders did get to, to Ben, uh, Big Ben on the Steelers on occasions, you know, a couple of really big hits on him in the, the second quarter. So, um, you know, that, that Steelers O-line is, you, you can get through it. Um, I think that Bengals D-line is better than better than some people give them credit for. Um, so along with Wilson and Bell, you know, I wouldn't real, rule out those sort of three, you know, those three uh, defensive linemen I've sort of touched on. Um, Steelers, um, yeah. Bit of a strange one that loss to the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders were good. I mean, you know, they've, they've had a good start to the season. I think they've been better than a lot of us expected. But I would expect a reaction from from Pittsburgh at home. Um, defense is looking a little bit banged up though. Um, TJ Watt limped out yesterday with a, a groin injury. Um, they're, saying, they're saying he's got a chance of playing, but yeah, they... yeah. Mind you, I mean, he limped out with a groin injury. It's not before he racked up a sack and a false fumble, mind. Um, so he still he still scored better than a lot of the standard TJ Watt. <laughs> Just like home. right, I've I've got yeah, I've got my sack and a fumble. I've, I've, I've tweaked my groin. I'm off. Um, yeah. uh, another one. Dev- they, I don't know what they're doing in in sort of the warm ups, the Steelers, because they've got groin injuries everywhere. I don't oh. know what they're doing in the locker room. Um, <laughs> Devin Bush is still listed as, I mean, he's still down and uh, some, you know, one to watch because um, you'd normally be looking at him. Uh, mm. He's listed with a groin injury at the moment. Uh, so mm. is Joe Hayden. Um, I see Joe, Joe, Joe Schobert stepped up, didn't he? He racked yeah. up some points. Three, yeah, uh, 19 and a half points yesterday. Uh, so did Melvin Ingram, actually, racked up you know, a decent amount of points, um, including a sack. Um, but I, obviously, I think over the, you know, the next sort of day or two, People will be keeping an eye on on those injury lists, um, looking at what Bush. Um, so, 
I don't know. I think if they're 50-50, I don't, I don't think they'll risk them this weekend. Um, simply because they've got games coming up against the Packers and the Broncos. Um, so I think if there's any doubt on what in particular, they'll sit him out because I think they've got the defensive backup players to come in and handle Cincinnati. Um, because, you know, for, for all that score was close in the Bengals game at the weekend, um, there's, there's still some errors there. Um, and I think, um, I'm, I'm having the Steelers bounce back with a, a win. Cam Haywood put in another good shift again. Picked him up on on the waivers last week, as I said I would, um, and he put in a decent sort of amount. So uh, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take the Steelers at home on this one definitely. Steelers also for me. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that was fairly straightforward. Where are you going? Ravens versus the Lions. Hmm. Uh, um, yeah, I mean this is. For me, there's only one team in this game. Um, it's such a shame because of the lines of the yeah, yeah. The lines are looked. I mean, they looked okay, but it, it just for me, it's 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 just too too much. Um, too much. Um, everything. Too much of everything that the Raven, Ravens have got. So let's talk again. Another rookie. Um, you mentioned him, Jason Away. What a start to his NFL season. He had. It's a fantastic start, and he's a must-add to me. Um, the only thing is, is <laughs> unfortunately, now with what's happened, he the attention will be on him. So you might be able to. He's getting, he's getting to the QB. Um, he got fourteen points in week one and fifteen point five points in week two, which is not massive numbers, but for the snaps that he's playing. And um, the fact that he is a rookie and finding his feet, that is that is some consistent scoring. And what a play. Um, the forced fumble and fumble recovery against Patrick Mahomes is going to, like I said, draw some attention to him. However, you might still find him on that waiver wire. If you do, you need to pick him up pretty quickly. Um, you might, again, like I mentioned before with Ojolari, you might not want to start him because... Um, you might have uh, a Chandler Jones and, um, you know, uh, Daniel Hunter or something like that. Um, that's absolutely fine. But stash him because I would say that this 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 guy, this guy might be might be one of those guys this time next year. So he's he's somebody definitely to have. Um but talking about whether to play him or we'll stash him, he's against he's against Goff this week. Um, so he could he could continue to feast really. Um, others in Baltimore uh, of note, obviously Patrick Queen has made a great start. Marlon Humphrey, as expected, and I expect them to con- continue scoring well against Detroit. Um, oh, Detroit, Detroit, Detroit! Looking through there, I, I defensively, there's not. One that really stands out, probably Tracy Walker is probably my only safe-ish play from the Lions. Mm, maybe Jamie Collins, but why Why would you be digging around there if you're looking for players? I mean, I say that, I've got Tracy Walker, actually, he's done really quite well for me. But again, yeah, that was that was pretty, that was, that. you know, I, I probably picked him up stupidly late and just thought, there you go. Um, and secondary-wise, thinking that, okay, teams, teams are going to, go to town on them. Um, but yeah, so I'm going nail on, nailed on Ravens win on this. Um, Bren, 
same, I take it. Yeah. Or no? I mean, big, cop, copy and paste that straight away. I, I can't big Ford any, fan. Can't see any. Um, yeah, no, no value in that. Detroit, not against, not against the Ravens at the moment. Quality. Um, so uh, yeah, no, that's that's nice and simple. Go on, then. Right. Far, far him up, then, mate. Dolphins, Raiders. You're on the clock, though. You got, got to be, got to okay. see this right, very quick. So uh, we've already said, you know, I've liked the like the Raiders first couple of weeks, and um, their defense has got to be a shout this weekend against that O line of Miami's. Uh, Max Crosby on the D line. I mean, I found him on the waiver wire. Um, had another good game after a monster week one. You know, sniff around, see if you can get him. Um, uh, Ngoku, uh, Yannick Ngoku, you know, he's, he's getting in on the act. Well, I could see him definitely getting in on the act against that Miami offensive line. Um, KJ Rutt and Corey Littleton at linebacker, you know, I like them both, but they haven't pulled up any trees. But they, I think they'll fancy this game at the weekend. Um, so if you watch yesterday's game tape, they're going to be licking their lips. Um, and you've got to be looking at their, their DBs. Uh, especially if, again, it's another injury situation. If two is fit, maybe it's a slightly different scenario. But um, but if Brissett's playing, Jesus, you know, that secondary is going to be all over it. Um, so, yeah, Trevon Mullen um, had over 20 points, um, including a pick. Uh, Jonathan Abrams yeah, racked up somewhere in the teens. Um, so, but I was just surprised. There's an awful lot of those Raiders IDP players on the waiver wires. And if you're short or if you've got, you know, a couple of players on the bench that, you know, projected points aren't looking too good on sleeper, I would go and get them because, um, you know, the Miami were poor, yes, um, at the weekend. So um, the Dolphins, I will keep the rant very quick. Um, well, they put up a big fat bagel against the Bills. Um, so um, outside of the three possible usual suspects of arguably... Ogba, Jerome Baker, and Xavier Howard. I, I'm not touching any of those defensive players. Not at not at Vegas. Um, I think it's too risky. I think they've got to prove to me that they can sort of you know settle and, and go again. I have highlighted you know in the summer this issue with Miami's problem with the run defense, and I've already mentioned it. I mean, Jesus Christ, in that first, I mean, Singleton first quarter rips off 46 yards, goes completely untouched. There wasn't a player near him, um, and if Josh Jacobs is fit. And he may be. Um, they're going to have the same problem all over again. Um, yeah. But Christ, even I mean, if they play like that, even Kenyon Drake's going to waltz through. Even well, I mean, mate, we we could stroll through that. We called it. We called it the run. The run yeah. defense. So, I was trying. Um, to, I was trying to be polite on the last pod, and then yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm done being polite after the, <laughs> after, after the last performance. Um, Jerome Baker will play and rack up points, I guess. If you, if you've got him and you need an LB there, we've we've touched on that. Um, my worry would be that they'll end up knackered again because the offense cannot be on the field. I mean, you know, second quarter yesterday, Savvy and Howard with a great athletic diving interception puts them in great field position. What do they do? Piss it away on downs and give the ball back to the Bills. You know, and that's that's just not good enough. Um, they're not going to push for a wild card spot if they're going to do things like that. Um, the DBs are probably the only area I could make a case for um, because having Howard will pull off plays like that. Um, I question whether he could go again. He is looking good this season. Um, I think Eric Rowe poss- arguably could have had a, another pick at the weekend, um, but because. Because Carr does like to air it out deep sometimes and get, and he will gamble on occasions. Um, I think. 
you could make a case for one or two in that Miami secondary. But outside of that, I'm I'm swerving the Dolphins defense until they can prove to me that they've, you know, they've 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 got to do something about protecting the run game better. Um, so yeah, um, summary. You know, I'm I think Miami would be better, but I can't see based on last week's yeah. performance. I can't see anything other than a Raiders win. Yeah, um, Raiders look good. Like, Raiders yeah. look good. I'm going Raiders as well, mate. Absolutely. So where am I going? I'm going Jets versus Broncos. Um. This is the Say What You See segment. So, poor old Zach. Poor old Zach. Um, He's had an absolute nightmare in week two. And you've got to to start all of the Denver pass rush. Um, And and the DBs. Put them all in. Whack them all in. Go for it. it's got to be the best bet for picks and sacks for me because it just it just has. I mean, you just got to go off the stats and you've got to go off. Um, I really, I'm a, I'm a bit of a fan of Zach Wilson, but oh dear me, that was that was hard to watch. It was like every time I was watching Red Zone, and every time they cut back, it was the same. It was like oh, he's done it again. Um, but anyway, so let's go. So my pick, my pick for the top overall point scorer this week is Von Miller. Um, I'm going all in on him. Um, he is my top DL for week three and all, all over top scorer. He had three sacks and five tackles for a loss so far this season. And obviously he's coming in against that Wilson, so he could feast. I would start safety Justin Simmons. Um Obviously, like I just said, um, and I must mention rookie Patrick Satane. Um, for again, the, on this rookie, the, these rookies are doing really well this year. I mean, we're only talking, we're only really reviewing week two, um, and already they've that we, you know, pretty much every 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 game we're talking about one. Um, Patrick Satane scored fourteen points um, in IDP plus uh, in week two, which. It included an interception and a great pass breakup. Um, I really, really rate him. I think he's going to be one for the future. Um, but he's scoring quite well now, so grab him if he's there. Um, on the Jets side, John Franklin Myers, who I highlighted last week, he scored well in week two. So if you followed what we said and picked him up, you probably are not disappointed. He's had a sack in both weeks. Um, so he seems pretty pretty much a safe play. Um, Marcus May had a day in week two. He's always he's a good player um, and always a solid a, a solid solid pick. Um, so you probably won't find him on any waiver wire. Um, but he, if you've got him, start him. Um, CJ Mosley, I must mention him. He he did have an uptick in week two. So let's uh, let's not just mix that up. Not massive, but but still. <laughs> exactly. Um, prediction, I'm going Denver all day. Um, are you, Bren? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit like calling the Lions game all over again. Um, I mean, just having a look, I mean, talking about that, um, you know, the, the potential sort of, you know, pick count for Wilson again this week. Um, I mean, I've just found, um, you know, Kareem Jackson on, on the waiver wire in a couple of leagues. Um, yeah. You know, racked Kareem, up 17 yeah. points. Um, hey. So yeah, if uh, even if you just want to, even if you just want to slot him in for this game, I, I I'd say he's a fairly safe bet to go somewhere sort of high teams, yeah. possibly pushing twenty he, points. Yeah, Denver all day, mate. Uh, like I said, like time. I said about Von Miller. I mean, if you've got T.J. Watt, 
and you're in uh, a reasonably small league or whatever, and you've just got to play in a few, say you're playing one one DL, one linebacker, um, and one DB, Von Miller's probably on the wire, and he is your cover. He is definitely your play for the cover to uh, cover TJ Watt if you've got a swap mate for a week because he's injured or he is questionable. Um, Bren, big game. Okay. Let's Bucks well, arguably game of the week, isn't it? Really, um, for, for you know, for my money. Um, so yeah, I mean, let's look at the Rams first, I guess. Um, at home, uh, okay, twenty-seven twenty-four win over the Colts. Um, doesn't again the score doesn't quite it's closer than it should have been i thought the colts were okay um but they were helped out by the rams i mean they had that botch punt which we were chuckling about before we we came on um you know give silly penalties in the red zone um which included kenny young knocking the officials glasses off and being ejected from the game oh, yeah. um, i had kenny young and i had a <laughs> kenny young in a few head in yeah. hands moment he lost oh. his head on it by Kenny. I don't know. I don't know why he reacted. I mean, it's not anyway. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, and they will have to be more disciplined. Um, you know, you, you can't have your, your long snapper chucking the ball at some bloke in the way. Um, you can't go losing your heads like that. Not against the Bucks because they'll they'll go to town on you. So discipline is going to be key this week. Uh, defense still looks good though. I mean, they had a fantastic goal line stop in the first quarter against the Colts. Um, real backs to the wall stuff, um, which included the Colts going for it on fourth down and they they stuffed him. Um, that's how good this defense can be when it's it's backed up. Um, so yeah, uh, Leonard Floyd had a good game, a good good day at linebacker, nineteen points, sack, tackle for a loss. Uh, Sebastian Joseph Day at DL racked up twenty three points. Um, I can't see him putting up those numbers against Tampa, but I think you know he's he's worth a look. Um, the problem is you just don't know what this Bucks team's going to throw at you. Um, which makes it a little hard to predict from from sort of IDP. Um, I'd say from an IDP perspective, yes, there were some good performances at week two, but I think for my money, I'm not gambling on this game. I think you stick to sure things. Um, Aaron Donald did Aaron Donald stuff, not spectacular, but, you know, um, I'd, I'd potentially see him having a slightly better game this week against the Bucks. Uh, Jalen Ramsey was decent. Um, I think he had a pick, didn't he? So, um yeah, the Bucks week two well, it was a bit of a cakewalk against the Falcons, really. Brady had a, a bit of a day of it. Um, what's been a surprise is that combination of Vita Vea, who I tipped before the season to, to be a bit of a, a comeback player, um, and of all people, in Dominican Sue. Um, you know, they seem to be working well in tandem. They put a lot of pressure on Matt Ryan, um, closed the pocket quickly, um, you know, made it made him sort of really sort of rush some of those throws. Um, I think they'll try and do the same against Stafford. It won't be as easy because... You know, it was the Falcons. Um, Sue racked up, um, you know, 15 points, you know, which for a 34-year-old tackle isn't too bad. Um, a DB, uh, Carlton Davis picked up 16 points. Uh, he followed on from another good week one where he racked up 18 points. But... Told you to pick him up. Another one. Yeah, I know. Another um, win. But you want to talk about monster <laughs> games. Mike Edwards racked up 39 points. <laughs> I know. Two what picks. Was... <laughs> two picks. Both for touchdowns. Oh, I um, can't wait so. to. I hope somebody just chucks on their fab at him and then that'll be it. <laughs> you won't see him again. This is one decent game for the season. Well, yeah, yeah. funnily enough, just, just glad to back down with notes. Um, yeah, monster game, Mr. Edwards, but I can't see you doing that against the Rams. 
Um, you know, although you know, don't discount the Tampa secondary. Stafford, you know, Stafford was still picked up, uh, picked off by um, Carrie Willis, as, as you've mentioned. So he is susceptible to the odd mistake. My problem with the rest of the Tampa defense is it's all very spread out, and it's one of those, you know, it's one of those situations where I mean, just looking down the numbers from week two, um, you know, Devon White, Levante David, uh, Antonio Winf- uh, Antoine Winfield, Shat Barrett, Vitaver, they were all round about the ten point mark. So it's a great team defense. But trying to drill down into where the value's well, coming from is is difficult. Oh, no. So in I mean in summary, it's, it's yeah, I mean it's one of those, isn't it? Where and we've had them before where you go, it's gonna be a great game to watch, but it's a bit of a pain in the ass in you know to yeah. find some real hidden IDP value. I'm really looking yeah. forward to it. I think it'd be a cracking game. But my call my call earlier early at the start of the season was the Devon White thing where I just didn't see the chance of him doing that kind of thing again and I still stand by that I don't see how he's gonna go off as much as he did last year because it was a bit of a freak performance when you've got a not share it out but I mean it's like um yeah I think I think there'll be more standout players like you said it, it one thing the Bucks are they're a hell of a team and that's where they are you know and they're a they're a unit offensively as well I mean you look at exactly what's happening offensively week one Evans not in play Week two goes off and you think, here we go. This is exactly what the, the whole team ethic that comes with Tampa Bay is all about. And I expect them to continue with that. And I expect them to, like Joe Tryon, the rookie, he will be he will be picking up points and probably taking them off other people that you, you wouldn't expect. But anyway, right. Where am I going now? We haven't said who's no, winning no, this no, one. No, what no, a big game. Yeah, go on. So you, you go first. At the Rams. Mm. Shit. Um, well, I'll tell you oh. what. Go on. I'll, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the Rams. I yeah. Think, I think they think... had. They came through a, a, a decent test against the Colts in Week Two, um, and uh, if they can just iron out those those sort of errors um, and just be a bit more disciplined and, and keep. Yeah, I, I could see him. I could see him doing it at home. It's mad, really. Because... Because what's funny about it is, even though they're two, they're the two for me. They're two elite. Oh, hello. We went, and then we yeah, now we're back. Um, yeah, both of them could be could be beaten, um, mm. in my mind, anyway. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna still go Bucks. <laughs> Thought you might. I'm still gonna yeah. go Bucks. Okay, so we're split on that one then. But uh, yeah, good game. So right, okay. couple right. more to get through. Up to you. We got a few. Right, Seahawks Vikings. Um, oh God's sake. Um, we are people are talking about. I've talked a fair bit about the Vikings and we've got a problem with just being, um, if we're, if the games are close, we will throw it away or we will blow it. We've just got that kind of, I don't know, that thing going on at the moment with us. Um, I'll go into that in a minute. Um, let's talk about, let's talk about players before I get too depressed. Um, at least you put points on the board. 
<laughs> it's kind of worse though, isn't it? I I, I think it's <laughs> when you lose and screw it up. Yeah, when I you suppose. lose like that, I, I'd written well. off the game on Sunday by the second quarter. I just went, nah, I'll just I'll just enjoy red zone for the rest of the night. Yeah, as well. And the thing is, because the Cardinals and everybody, I've got friends that are Cardinals fans as well, and you know they're very unrealistic. Usually, the Cardinals fans. They're like, you know, every player that they've got is elite and the best at their position. However, as a team, they're they're bang average, aren't they, a lot of the time? Um, and they're never really in the running apart from, you know, they rely so much on Kyler. It's unbelievable. However, yeah, and to lose like that is just like a kick in the balls. Anyway, so let's go into the players, though. Um, in Daniel Hunter, we have, we, the Vikings, have one of the best pass rushers in the game. Um, and he is on it. On the other side, Bobby Wagner, the Seahawks have one of the best linebackers. Hunter so far has put up four sacks in two games and four tackles for a loss. Wagner has put up 33 tackles in two games, no, 20 tackles um, on in week two, which is some serious scoring by both of them. They're, they're both playing lights out. Um, which is quite interesting. Now they're up, they're up against each other. Obviously, they're not, they're not actually physically up against each other. But um, on the pitch, which way this will go? Um, I want to talk about uh, just, just, just pick up on a couple of players that may sneak under the radar. Um, Nick Vigil is in alongside Eric Kendricks in linebacker. He's in replacing the injured injured Anthony Barr. Um, he's put up 18 tackles, um, two tackles for a loss, uh, one interception, and a touchdown at the weekend. Um, so he is a, a sneaky buy, definitely. Um, from the Seahawks side, I'd like to put forward Kerry Hyder. Um, he come from the 49ers. Um and Kerry Hyder is getting to the QB. He has yet to register a sack, but he's had three QB hits. And I wouldn't be surprised if this is where he gets his first sack against Kirk Cousins. And it could be like buses. A few come along at once. Um, so Vigil and Hyder will be decent um, pickups if they are available on your waiver wires, um, which I expect both of them probably to be. Um I'm not going to go on too much about the obvious players in in these teams because, as I said, they are obvious. They score well. Um, so I'm just going to go straight on to the prediction of the result. Um, interesting. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go for it. I, this is this is the battle. This is the battle of the chokers from week two. Um, I mean, the Seahawks had it in the bag, absolutely had it in the bag. And it wasn't it wasn't just the fact that they lost it to Derrick Henry. They gave up a lot of air yards to Julio Jones as well. And it's stupid times. Um, the Vikings had it more in, in control and they're kind of knocking on the door. That was a, there was a decent performance, actually, against the Cardinals. Um, and... It's at the Vikings, so I'm going. I'm going for us. Just Vikings win. Yeah. Where are you going? I don't know. Quick, bit, bit torn on this one. Um, like you say, but um, yeah, there's some there's some real value in that Vikings defense. Um, I'm go go. go. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Seahawks on the road. Oh, I think they, I think they bounce back. Um, but I, 
a little bit on the fence with that. I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings do it at home. I'm, I'll say the Seahawks just. Could be high scoring. Hmm. Another good game. I yeah. quite I quite like that like that one. Okay. Well, not not from my point of view, probably. But there we go. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, Packers well, Niners. Two more to to cover off. Right. Um, I'll rattle through this one quickly because I've I've got to be honest. I haven't actually sat down and watched too much of the Packers. So. Um, you know, so it was, yeah. Never well, mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd say, well, I mean, for a kickoff, it's, you know, it's, it's at San Francisco. So um, I'm, I'm already leaning towards the Niners on this one anyway. Um, um, for me, on that Packers defense, I'm I'm sort of leaning towards the usual suspects, I guess. You know, Kenny Clark's on the D-line. Um, who's going to be in there trying to stop that, that Niners run game. Um, Chris Barnes. I said before the season, picking the linebackers at Green Bay for me. Um, I think, you know, depending on if, if um, you know, the Niners are still sort of tinker. I mean, Jimmy G had a, you know, had a good weekend um, for me. Um, you know, they seem to be bringing in Trey Lance for the odd play, but um, maybe a bit of value in the secondary. Um, Adrian Amos, um, Darnell Savage, you know, um, yeah, that's still mind you. Savage is still carrying a knock, so that'd be one to one to keep an eye on. He's still, I think he's still as as questionable. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd be looking for the, the maybe the secondary there to be sniffing around. Um, the Niners came to a tough game uh, week two against the Eagles, who we, again we've been impressed with. Um, I mean, it was defenses all day long um, in that game, sort of week two. I mean, I think there was all of three points on the board by halftime. Um, so, um, so yeah, but they they eventually just about put the Eagles to bed. Um, I like the Niners' defense in this game. Um, Fred Warner's been solid, not spectacular, but I think he I think he's due a big game, um, and I I think he may may just have a a, a little bit of a day against um, against Green Bay. Um, I like this secondary as well. Um, I mean, you know, Ward, Tart. Uh, Lemoir. Um, I mean, they've all had good points totals, and I found them all in various sort of waiver wires in a couple of leagues. Um, so yeah, if you go sniffing around, a bit like some of those Raiders players I mentioned, um, you know, you can go out and find some decent San Francisco DBs. Um, and then you've got Nick Bosa um, racking up over twenty points in the first two weeks. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, I think for me in this one, uh, Niners win at home. Um, you know, I I think that the Packers are, you know, they're obviously they, they've been, you know, they are going to be better than they were in that week one showing. Um, but yeah, and and for me, um, you know, uh, I'm going to take a bit of a punt on sort of you know Bren's little banker of the week, um, and go for Nick Bosa to rack up 20 points three weeks on the trot. Um, so there you go. There's a, Bren's, a, a, Bren's banker. Bren's banker. We, we could we we want to get some flashing up there. We're going to get. Friend's banker, <laughs> not me. Um, but yeah, you can get something flashing on the screen. No, you, you don't. Want, but... Don't need that. Jesus no. Christ. It's, um, so, uh, so yeah. Right. Um, Niners for me, definitely in this one. Niners, yeah, yeah. Niners for me as well. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm waiting to see what what happens with the Packers. I just something's not quite right there. No, they're a bit like the Saints for me at the moment. There's 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 some players there, but. We know about obviously we know about all the contract shit and all that, but I mean, yeah, yeah still, but oh, I don't know, something's not quite right. Right, I am moving on to the final game: uh, Eagles versus Cowboys. 
Monday night. Okay, uh, cracking game to finish. Um, another tough one to call, though, I feel. The loss of Brandon Graham um, and the loss to the 49ers are a bit of a kick-in for the Eagles. Um, and I feel that that probably points it for me at a Dallas win. Um, the Philly defence, though, is called decently in the first two games, especially up front. Um, it's mainly due to Javon Hargrave. He was straight out of the blocks in week two. Um, I finished with 17 plus, um, 17 points in IDP+. Plus. Um, included two tackles for a loss. Um, he also had a monster week one. So he's sitting in the top five for DLs so far this season, um, which is impressive. Um, for an interior guy. Um, Anthony Harris is also somebody I'd like to speak about because he um, will be probably around on waiver wires. They got him from the Vikings. Um, Always kind of quite rated him, thought he was a decent prospect. Struggled a bit with injury and stuff, but he, um, yeah, he is a decent safety. Um, uh, What's he got? He's got... 10 tackles in week two. So we had a, he had a hell of a week two, actually. Um, for Dallas, Mika Parsons has moved to edge um, to accommodate the the loss of um, Demarcus Lawrence. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about it all, uh, but it went well on Sunday. Uh, not only did Dallas win, but Mika, he got a sack. Um, four QB hits. It just shows you what pressure he can bring on. Um, and a few tackles to outscore his week one performance, um, where he obviously played as a linebacker. Um, but going on from that, talking about that issue of him moving to edge as such, um, talking about their, their linebacker split now, it is changed. Um, Jalen Smith saw a lot of time on the field, actually. He made nine tackles. Um, Ken O'Neill, three tackles and one tackle for a loss. Uh, I noticed that Ken O'Neill and Leighton Van Der Esch have exactly the same tackle count at this moment in time, which, yeah, doesn't, it doesn't, or none of it really bodes, bodes too well IDP-wise. The one thing I would say was a lot of people that obviously picked up Jalen Smith earlier on in the year and probably kept him, um, now you can consider playing him, uh, especially if you're going to see, um, yeah, if you're going to see Mika Parsons line up um, in, the, in that edge position, then there is definitely a spot for um, Jalen Smith. Um, where am I going to go for else? Um, for this actual game, it's difficult to really target where where to pick because I think it's going to be a tough one to call. They're usually really tight games. These um, they're really good games, but knowing where the points are going to be, it, it is difficult to call. The one I would target actually is um, Dallas safety J. Ron Curse. He's had 10 tackles so far this season, one pass defending, um, and they're using him to rush the quarterback as well. Um, so he is he is a, a decent play. He certainly he's the, seems to be the top point scorer so far on the Dallas Cowboys defense. Um, 
Oh, I'm edging for a Dallas win. As I said earlier, I think that Philly are a little bit banged up. And um, I think the loss against the 49ers will hurt them with obviously Dallas coming off a, a good win against the Chargers. So I'm going Dallas. Where are you going, Brem? Yeah, I'd, I'd say for, for all those reasons, um, yeah, I'd say um, I'd say Dallas for me as well. Although I've I've actually just dropped um, Jalen Smith in one of our um, IDP leagues, but uh, yeah, still I was threatening to week one, and I just thought, my job. I think I brought in Hicks, so it's not yeah. Not yeah, honest, it's but. it's funny all this. It's funny all this, and it makes it all very difficult when you know they're not necessarily rotating, but we don't know what the actual. I think then I think Jalen Smith isn't in the main plans. I don't think he is. I think no. I think if if everyone was fit. Mika wouldn't be moving, and Jalen Smith would be seeing a reduced snap count. Yeah, I'd, I'd, um, I'd still stand by the decision a, a little bit. Though interesting, I've, I just found, I've just found Eric Wilson for the Eagles on the waiver wire in our Ray Lewis league. So, yeah, he's, he's um, decent, mate. Yeah, it's worth a look. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, just, just, um, I'm just gonna gonna just go through my picks because my picks are from obviously the players that I've talked about. Um, Von Miller is going to be my top point scorer. Or Overall, um, for week three, um, Vikings linebacker Nick Vigil. If Anthony Barr isn't back, he's worth picking up. Seahawks DL Kerry Hyder, he's a cheap pickup. Baltimore rookie Jason Away, as we've already mentioned, if you can get him, grab him. Washington linebacker Cole Holcomb, as he is Mr. Consistent. So they are the ones that I am putting on the top of my list. Do you want to add to that? Because obviously, I didn't include the players that you reviewed but um no as, as i say I, i'm still sort of i mean just based on the matchups this week um hey go out waiver shopping look at look at some raiders players um they're definitely out there same with some of the niners secondary players um yeah there's and, we, and as i've just said you know i find eric wilson out there on a, on a couple of waiver wires so uh yeah get um you know use the stats get, people should use the stats yeah. and you know look at the top point score there's there is a level of consistency going on so you know i know it's only week two yeah but there's there's definitely some of those players you've highlighted you look at you know they've not just put up good numbers in in sort of you know the first in the second week it's you know they've been all right i know it's only a fortnight's worth of games but um the indication would be that you know the way they've been performing the you know the tackle numbers are, are consistent with a lot of these players um and you just see them bar an injury just you know, racking up sort of similar scores again. So, uh, but again, it's, yeah, look at the stats, but as I've highlighted with the Raiders going up against the, the Miami O-line, um, you know, you've got to, you've got to sort of amalgamate that with the individual sort of game matchups as well, um, where those points are going to come from, yeah. where the weaknesses are in the offense. Um, so yeah, it's um, all good fun as always. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we will be back next Thursday night to get you ready IDP wise for week four. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm off to make, oh, well, I'm going to have a quick look at what, what cocktails Liam has done, um, and then see whether it's a good idea to follow suit or not, um, and I'm going to go and check my lawnmower 4.0 is fully charged. Over and out, guys. See you next week. Mary 
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.